Welcome to Camp Pearls. It's a good day to have a great day podcast. Be sure to join us for weekly episodes. Now, here's Brother Don. Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's a Good Day to Have a Great Day. It's our prayer that you're not wasting your good days by not making them great days. We believe that for every believer in Jesus Christ, every day can be a great day as we fix our eyes on the author and the finisher of our faith, our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Don Barrett, coming to you from Camp Pearl Ministries, where our purpose is to serve and support Bible-believing churches in Louisiana and Southeast Texas and seek to meet the spiritual needs of their communities. We seek to do this by offering camps and conferences, retreats, and rentals throughout the year. Recently, we've added these little 15-minute podcasts to aid in your spiritual growth and development. We hope it's doing just that for you. And if it is, we invite you to share this podcast with your friends. We are encouraged at Count Pearl Ministries, having just completed on Saturday, February the 10th, our Men's Day. We tried to take our men's weekend and condense it into a one-day, three-session event. And from the reviews that we've heard from those who attended, we believe it was a success. We're looking forward to this weekend, the 16th and 17th, as our SWAT team comes for their second weekend of training as we seek to disciple these 9th through 12th grade high school students as they grow in their faith. I've been talking to you the last several weeks about some participles. We began by looking in Matthew 28 at what we know as the Great Commission, where the Lord Jesus instructed, yes, he even commanded us to make disciples. And then I suggested that he gave three different means by which we are to make disciples. Now, ultimately, it's not us making the disciples. It's his work. We just partner with him. And then he graciously gives us three ING words that instruct us on how to go about making disciples. First one was going wherever we are, be intentional in reaching people, building relationships with believers and non-believers. Be intentional about that. Seek to get with them and purposefully guide them in their spiritual journey. And then he said by baptizing them. That doesn't mean that we physically have to baptize them into baptismal waters. Baptism means identification. That just means that as we're going, we get people to put their trust in Jesus, to identify with his death, burial, and resurrection, and what that means for them when they personally receive Jesus as their Savior. And then he concluded by saying, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. We see that teaching in a spontaneous and also in a structured way. He wants us to make disciples. And then he tells us how to do it with those three participles. Going wherever you are, be intentional about reaching people baptizing, getting them to place their faith in Jesus, and then teaching them spontaneously or structurally where they can grow 
in their faith. And then a couple of weeks ago, we looked at that familiar passage in Ephesians chapter 5, beginning in verse 18, where the Apostle Paul commanded that believers be being filled with the Holy Spirit. The idea there is to be controlled by the power of God's Spirit. Now, as I mentioned to you on that segment, for years there were those who believed that he gave us three different results of being filled with the Spirit. But as I look at these participles, sometimes I wonder, did he just give us three different means by which I am to be being filled with the Holy Spirit? The command is to be filled, to be controlled by him. And then I believe he tells us how to do that. Number one, by singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Just sing. So as a believer who is not having a great day, just a mediocre day, maybe we should just sing. Start singing and see what happens. And then secondly, he states in verse 19, by giving thanks. That's right, saying thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. There isn't a day that goes by that we cannot think of those things for which we can give thanks. It's amazing what happens to your attitude, and it's amazing what God does when we give Him thanks, recognizing He's in control of my circumstances. And then thirdly, He says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Be humble. That's right. Submitting yourselves. Humbleness before one another. So there it is. How am I controlled by God's Spirit? I believe he is saying, start singing. Start saying thanks. Start submitting. When you practice those three means, I'm convinced you'll notice a change. You will notice that God is controlling you by his Spirit. And there's another one that I wish for us to talk about today, the third one that I find in the little book of Jude. It's that little overlooked book oftentimes because it's right before the revelation that Jesus gave to John. In Jude, verse 20, he says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. He just mentioned in the previous verse, verse 18, speaking of these apostates living in the day in which Jude wrote these words, and he's encouraging these believers to contend for the faith that was once delivered unto them from verse 3. He mentioned that we are in the midst of those apostates. These are sensual, he says, who cause divisions and not having the Spirit. But that's the contrast in verse 19. You, beloved, now he's speaking to Christians. He gives them the command, and the imperative is found in verse 21. That is, keep yourselves in the love of God. Now, it's not that... We are to do something to keep God loving us. For God 
always loves us. It's impossible for him not to love us. But what he is saying is he wants us to keep ourselves in God's love and the way we love him and that we might experience more of his love. I've often told people that we have about as much of Jesus as we want. The closer we are to Jesus, the closer he becomes to us. How do you become good friends with someone? Well, obviously by spending time, by talking, by sharing life, by being together. And that's what Jude states here. The command is to keep ourselves in the love of God. Well, how do I go about doing that? He gives us three I-N-G words. There they are, three participles. That would be the means by which I am to stay and experience the love of God. First of all, by building yourselves up on your most holy faith. Our most holy faith is the foundation that the Lord Jesus Christ laid for us. For other foundation can no man lay than that which was laid, which was Christ Jesus. When we trusted Jesus as our Savior, we established a relationship with him. We're built upon that foundation that consisted of Jesus, who's the chief cornerstone, and the apostles and the prophets, according to Ephesians 2 and verse 20, who are part of that foundation. And we are to build ourselves up on that faith. It's interesting that the apostle Peter speaks of that very thing when he talks about adding to our faith. Now, that doesn't mean that we are to do something to add to get to heaven, but we are to do something to add to enjoy and experience the love of God while we wait for heaven. We're to add to our faith. This is what he speaks of here, building yourselves up on your most holy faith. And so I challenge every believer that there shouldn't be a day that goes by that we don't do something spiritual. Every day, seven days a week, every day of the month, 365 days of the year. Every day we should be building upon our most holy faith. You see, the Christian life is not static. It's constantly either regressing or progressing. And I pray that you are progressing in your Christian life, that you are staying in love with God. And you will do that, Jude says, as you build yourselves up on your most holy faith. It was the apostate's desire in Jude's letter was to destroy the foundation, to tear down the building. Not so for the Christian. We are to build not tear down. And then secondly, he says, praying in the Holy Spirit. That's an interesting concept, isn't it? We are to be praying in the Holy Spirit. Obviously, one of the things that we do to keep ourselves in love with God is to spend time with Him in His Word daily. And then secondly, allow Him to spend time with us in praying. As we take God's Word, we pray it back to Him. We spend time praying in the Spirit. 
He mentioned that the apostates did not have the Spirit in verse 18 of his letter, but here, as believers, we have the Spirit, and it is to be Spirit-led prayer. Now, I realize that there are those who may say, don't forget to say your prayers, and I can appreciate what they mean by that, but I think here is a different look at the idea of praying in the Spirit. It's not a saying of a prayer that comes from our flesh. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. Now that's a good prayer. There's nothing wrong with that. But he encourages us to spend time alone, listening to what his spirit saying to us and what we are saying to him. The Holy Spirit intercedes with groanings, that cannot even be uttered. Paul says in Romans chapter 8, that is deep communion with our God. And when we are praying in the Holy Spirit, we are keeping ourselves in the love of God. So there it is, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, and then finally in verse 21, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Let me ask you a question. How often do you think of Jesus coming back for us? Is that a daily thing for you? Do you find yourselves looking up and saying, could this be the day? I love what John says in 1 John chapter 3. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now are we children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be like. But we know when he shall appear, we shall be like him. And everyone that has this hope in themselves purifies themselves, even as he is pure. What happens when I think about the soon coming of our Lord Jesus? Well, I hope that you, as you think about that, and the reality is he could come back at any moment, that you would not want to be ashamed at his appearing, that you would purify yourself, or you would be kept in love with God. So it's my prayer today that you are keeping yourselves in love with God and that you are enjoying his presence on a daily basis. How do we do that today? Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me pray with you about these things now. Holy Father, how thankful I am that we are not static that the Christian life is adventuresome. It's a growth process. That every day can be a great day because we have the permanent residence of the Holy Spirit empowering us when we yield to Him. It's my prayer that every person hearing this today would first of all know Jesus as their Savior and then secondly, that they would keep themselves in love with God May they see that it really isn't a complicated thing. How do we keep ourselves in love with our spouses or in love with our parents 
or in love with those whom we love? Well, we do so by communicating regularly. So I pray that we will do that today, building ourselves up on our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, and looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus unto eternal life. Do that work in us today so that we can turn this good day into a great day. Do that, O Father, I pray, with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We would love for you to share this with a friend. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. To learn more about Camp Pearl Ministries or to help support this podcast and other gospel outreach, visit us online at camppearl.com. We pray you have a great day today, right now, in the life only Jesus can give.